Available at farmnewsnow.com or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Agriculture through a modern lens. This is the AgriPod with Alice McFarland. On this episode, measuring the environmental sustainability of farming. The National Index on Agri-Food Performance is focused on developing a set of indicators and metrics that measures these practices across the agriculture and agri-food sector and will allow Canada to back up its sustainability claims. Protein Industries Canada CEO Bill Gruel says this will strengthen the country's reputation and global brand and increase trust in Canadian products. He'll talk about this second phase of Canada's National Index on Agri-Food Performance alongside Partners Pulse Canada and the Global Institute for Food Security. Application forms are now being accepted for the 2022 Advanced Payments Program, Cash Advance. It's a federal program that is delivered to producers by several organizations, including the Canadian Canola Growers Association. CCGA Director of Finance and Operations Dave Gallant will talk about the program and how producers can participate. After the break, Bill Gruel. Digging into the topics that matter to you. The AgriPod with Alice McFarlane. Protein Industries Canada is part of a program to measure environmental sustainability of farming. CEO Bill Girl is with me. And uh, interesting project, Bill. And I understand that this includes more than 75 organizations all uh, having some sort of involvement in the Canadian food system. One of the things we're trying to do with this measure the sustainability of uh, Canada's agri-food sector at the crop level, at the ingredient level, at the food product level, across all commodities. So that would be livestock, it would be uh, it would be pulse crops and canola. You know, more and more consumers are interested in things like the carbon footprint, the water usage, how the food choices that they're making affect the environment. And so we really want to be able to measure that and prove to consumers on a global basis that we are producing the most sustainable food in the world. This is really critical because more and more consumers are choosing products that they feel have a less of an impact on the environment or they want to make sure that food was produced in a sustainable way. And they might define sustainability as environmental sustainability. They might be thinking about workers' rights, farm workers' rights, And in Canada, we've got a great story to tell about all the things that we're doing to ensure that the food products and the commodities that we're selling are highly sustainable. So it's really important to make sure that we are delivering not only what consumers want, but making sure that our farmers are getting paid for that on the other end. Now, I imagine coming up with a process to measure the environmental sustainability of farming is a a rather complicated process. Yeah, it's a big question, and that's why we had to bring so many partners into the conversation. And so it's uh, the next stage of this project is to look at what are the different parameters that we have to measure. So things like overall fertilizer usage and crop protection products, measuring all of those inputs and just coming up with a way of better telling the story to consumers about the sustainability. And, And so not an easy question. That's why we had to make this investment and bring, you know, 80 partners across the value chain to try to answer the question of exactly what does it mean to be sustainable? How do we measure that? And how do we prove to consumers that we are meeting those sustainability measures? So that's really the crux of the project. 
So what type of uh, costs are involved uh, for a project of this size? Yeah, the total investment that we're making today along with our partners is about $660,000. So, you know, in terms of some of the projects we've invested at Protein Industries Canada, not a large investment, but a really important one. I think the thing that's really important here is less about the dollars and more about all the partners that have come together. We've got 80 organizations participating in the development of this project, everything from Pulse Canada, the Global Institute for Food Security, Farm Credit Canada, Crop Life, some livestock uh, organizations, the Fisheries Council of Canada. It, it's really looking at the total agriculture production systems and measuring the sustainability of it. So then I guess we could say that the goal is to address some of the um, environmental concerns of uh, Canadian consumers and beyond right across the world? This is global. And, and I think what, what is at the heart of this is not everybody understands how sustainable and how environmentally friendly agricultural production is in Canada. And so, you know, people in, in our own province, in, in Western Canada, in Canada, are removed from the day-to-day farming operations. They don't understand it. As you draw a bigger circle uh, globally, people don't really understand how food is produced and they're starting to ask questions. And so for us to be able to answer those questions with good data, good information, and a cooperation across the value chain will be really important. I just would emphasize that this is a really great collaboration across the whole of the agri-food sector, not just plant-based, but also uh, livestock production. Bill Gruel is a CEO of Regina-based Protein Industries Canada. After the break, applications are now open for the advanced payment program. Dave Gallant with Canadian Canola Growers says with the low interest rate, farmers looking for options to finance their spring inputs might want to give the cash advance a second look. Digging into the topics that matter to you. The AgriPod with Alice McFarlane. Application forms are now being accepted for the 2022 Advanced Payments Program Cash Advance. This is a federal program that is delivered to producers by several organizations, including the Canadian Canola Growers Association. The CCGA says that growers can complete their forms during the early application phase, which runs from now until March 31st. Dave Gallant is the Director of Finance and Operations at the Canadian Canola Growers Association. Well, we hear from our customers all the time that the sooner we can get the forms out, the better, because it gives farmers that much more time to get the forms completed, any forms that need signing by third parties done, crop insurance information submitted, so that the whole package is complete and they're ready to have their money issued on April the 1st. And you are right, this is the earliest we've ever been available by about a week compared to last year. There have been dramatic increases in the rates because the market values of all, of all the commodities have shot up over the last year. So as an example, canola this year is $363.75 a tonne. Last year, the advance rate was $252.20 a tonne. So for the same number of acres or the same tonnage of crops that uh, farmers grew last year, they can expect to see anywhere from 25 to 35% more cash flow out of this year's cash advance than they did last year's cash advance. We're certainly expecting that a lot of our customers coming out of last year's drought are in a position where they don't have much cash flow because they didn't have grain in the bin or crop insurance was required to pay off their cash advance. So we expect that there will be a significant demand for cash flow to help put this year's crop in. So it's still 100000 interest-free, 
a total of million dollars at CCGA. That extra nine hundred thousand is at prime minus three quarters of a percent, and CCGA still has no fee for the cash advance. And I guess the other thing that farmers need to keep in mind is that the the Bank of Canada is talking about increasing interest rates in the near future. So that prime rate that we use as our foundation could go up, but we will always be three quarters of a percent below CIBC prime, no matter what the prime rate moves to. It will be whatever the published rate is at that time. Today, it's 2.45%, which means our interest rate is 1.7. If the Bank of Canada raises prime rate before April 1st, that will be the new point we use to calculate the interest rate on the advance at that point in time. Uh, The other thing is that in addition to Starting the program earlier, we've also made a number of changes to our secure website, uh, the online application process to make it even simpler for farmers to apply. Uh, And we encourage everybody to get out there as early as possible. We've got staff on the phones waiting to take their applications. The secure site is up and running. And uh, we're looking forward to helping farmers get the cash flow they need to get the crop in this year. CCGA, again, is one of a number of organizations that deliver the cash advance program on behalf of the federal government, and farmers can apply for up to $100,000 interest-free and up to an additional $900,000 at an interest rate of prime less 0.75%. Now, usually the CCGA handles between eight and 9,000 advance payments applications in a normal year. Farmers can apply for 55 commodities, including field crops, large and small livestock, honey, and organic operations. It's time for the Agriculture News and Review for the week of February 21, 2022. Political tensions between Russia and Ukraine spilled over into the grain markets. Saskwheat analyst Marlena Borish of Mercantile Consulting Ventures said concerns about supply disruptions from Russia and Ukraine prompted some price hikes. Both are major wheat exporters. She says the main questions the markets are going to ask is, will this be Putin's final objective and how will the Western alliance react? So far, wheat price rises had been in the 6 to $8 a ton range. The National Farmers Union has renewed a call for an investigation into farm fertilizer pricing. President Katie Ward told the Commons Agriculture Committee that fertilizer companies are charging exorbitant prices. She says the fertilizer companies blame high prices on supply chain issues but are still making windfall profits. The NFU said when farmers face supply chain issues, their incomes go down, not up. A new Angus Reid survey found four in five Canadians have changed food buying habits due to rising costs. Three in five, or 62 percent, are eating out less, one quarter are drinking less alcohol. A significant number of Canadians are making changes to what they put in their grocery cart to save money as prices rise. 46 percent of those surveyed say they were switching to cheaper brands, One-third or 35% are cutting back on meat. One in five are buying less fruit and vegetables. Higher prices for milk and butter also came into effect on February 1st. A majority of Saskatchewan and Manitoba, 53%, and 56% in Atlantic Canada say it is difficult to feed their household. Twelve projects have been announced under the On-Farm Climate Action Fund worth $182.7 million. 
The organizations will redistribute funding that farmers can adopt and implement immediate on-farm beneficial management practices that store carbon and reduce greenhouse gases. Manitoba Association of Watersheds will receive up to $40 million to distribute funding across Manitoba and Saskatchewan in the area of rotational grazing, nitrogen management and cover cropping. Other projects include $10 million to the Canadian Forage and Grassland Association for planning and implementing rotational grazing practices, and the Canola Council of Canada will receive up to $22 million to work with farmers across the prairies to increase canola yields while reducing nitrous oxide emissions. Saskatchewan crop insurance average coverage will hit a record high in 2022, but premiums are also increasing. Coverage will reach an average of $405 per acre due to higher commodity prices and increased yield coverage. That increase of 48% means the average total premium will rise to $12.05 per acre from $8.59 in 2021. Because of last year's drought, a heat adjustment factor was added to rainfall data used to claim calculations for the forage and corn rainfall insurance programs. Partners in Canada's agriculture and food industry once again rallied behind drive-away hunger, providing an equivalent of more than 36 million meals to food banks and feeding programs across the country. Founded by Farm Credit Canada, the industry-wide initiative has been collecting food and cash for meals for the past 18 years. FCC contributed an equivalent of 2.6 million meals towards this year's record-setting result, which almost doubled this year's campaign goal of 20 million meals. The federal government is putting money towards the wool industry. The Canadian Wool Council will get roughly $150,000 to conduct market research, promote trade and export opportunities, and improve industry and consumer awareness through education and promotional activities. The announcement coincides with the release of a report which maps opportunities for new and existing products in Canada's carpet sector, which is valued at more than $367 million. If you like what you've heard, you can rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to subscribe to AgriPod with Alice McFarlane for more weekly episodes. The AgriPod is produced by Colby Heiss with host and CJVR Agriculture Director Alice McFarlane and is a division of the Jim Pattison Broadcast Group. Available wherever you find your favorite podcast and at farmnewsnow.com.